This episode is brought to you by my free five-day Book More Birthdays Challenge. If you are a business owner that books children's parties or events, whether you are a physical location or a mobile business, I want to help you create a rock-solid plan to book out your birthday calendar for the rest of 2022 through 2023 in just five days beginning soon. So head to the show notes or episode description to join us now. First, we're going to audit our current strategies, crunch all the numbers, figure out how we could be better attracting our most ideal clients, you know, those ones who not only gladly pay your full prices, but who you also love working with, and then create a plan to execute the strategy to book out our calendars and empower and excite our teams to be an integral part of the process. Join me for five days of value-packed info inside a closed participant-only Facebook group, all starting soon. Head to the show notes and join us now. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers. So in today's episode, we're going to be closing out our discussion for now about how to design your business to run itself like clockwork, which has been largely based on the book Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz. And if you still haven't bought the book yet, I have it linked in the show notes. It's available both on Amazon and Audible. And This is one of those books that I truly feel was one of the keys to my success as a play cafe owner and still remains an important part of my business today. So this one is definitely going to be worth your time and it's definitely going to be worth the read. And even though I'm sure we're going to be coming back to this book again and again in future episodes, we're going to be closing out this five episode series for now. So If you're just catching up or if you're listening to these episodes out of order, that's okay. This is episode five of a five-part series about, like I said, how to design your business to run itself so that you can protect your time and energy as a business owner and do your best work in your zone of genius. And in this episode, we're going to talk about something really important, and it's something that comes up all the time in my Playmaker Society group, and that's preparing for time away from your business. Now, the first thing that might pop into your mind is, oh, this is going to help me finally take that family vacation and actually be unplugged for once. And While yes, this is a great episode to listen to, to prepare for that vacation, because we all need that to reconnect with our families and loved ones. That is absolutely valid, but there are also a multitude of reasons why you might need to take a step back or take time away from your business. And this might turn into an extended leave. So for example, you or your partner might need to take maternity leave in the future, Or you or a loved one might fall ill, and that might cause you to need to take some time away. Or there might be something coming up in a partner or a loved one's job that might pull you away and need you to be more present in another place in your life because your business doesn't need to be your entire life or your entire identity. So 
Like I said, even if you're new or if a family vacation just feels like the furthest thing away from your mind right now because you're still figuring things out, that's okay. I still want you to listen to this whole episode because like I said, there are so many things that are unexpected that might pop up in our lives that might need us to, or might cause us to need to take a step back from our business. And before we get into the eight things that you need to do to prepare for this time away, I just want to quickly remind you that if you find these tips helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. It truly helps so, so much. I value every single one of you that are listening to this episode today. And my goal with this podcast is to reach as many play-based business owners as possible And your reviews and kind words really help me do that. All right, let's dive into the episode. Number one, and this should come as no surprise if you follow this podcast or my YouTube channel, but you need to document your systems and make them readily available and make sure they're updated. And while I have all of the details about this in episode 11, which I'm going to link in the show notes. And by the way, I actually have an entire pre-vacation playlist link for you in the show notes because something that you'll notice throughout this episode is I'm going to give you a lot of follow-up videos or follow-up episodes to dive deeper on specific topics after you listen to this. So head to the show notes for your pre-vacation prep uh, playlist And it's going to really deeply prepare you for that time off. So again, it can either be before your vacation or just to be extra prepared in case of an emergency. So number one, document your systems and make them readily available. Like I talk about in episode 11 and just a few tips about this topic. Number one, when I was talking with HR expert, Michelle, last week on this podcast, she really keenly mentioned that it's really important to have your systems available in a in multimedium formats because all of us learn differently and it often takes watching or listening to something in several different ways and in different formats for something to really absorb and really stick in our minds. So I recommend having your systems available in three different mediums. So number one, you should have a video system. So let's take making a latte, for example. You should have a video showing employees exactly how this process should go from start to finish. So from the time an employee or a customer places an order with an employee all the way through to how that employee should hand the latte off to a customer. Should they be yelling out a name? Should they be just setting it on the counter? What is this entire process from start to finish? And what does it look like? Because employees need to see not only what are the steps required to make a latte, but how should an employee be flowing through the counter? Should they be pushing the espresso down first, or should they be grabbing the milk first? Should they be pouring the espresso in the cup first, or should they be pouring in the milk first? It's really important for employees to have this visual from start to finish. And I like to just keep these in Google Drive, or you can sign up for an online course platform, which I teach from start to finish in Playmaker Society. If you really want to streamline your business and 
eventually sell it or franchise or license locations one day. So you need to have a video system. Number two, you need to have a written step-by-step system, and this should be extremely fleshed out and detailed. So I want you to quickly imagine like putting together a piece of furniture. Now, if you've ever put together furniture from like an Ikea, you probably know how, how much those instructions leave to be desired. And you probably remember fumbling around with all the different pieces, really just feeling lost and like you were in this alone. And now I want you to go back and think of a time where you felt very much at ease putting together a piece of furniture. It was probably because those directions had pictures, were step-by-step, were extremely detailed, had troubleshooting, and all that good stuff in the written directions. So I like to have these written instructions available both online and in a binder under our counter. So this should be extremely detailed, and this should be part of the employee training process. Now, to make sure employees stay fresh and in case they need a reminder, especially for those employees that only work maybe one or two days a week, you should also have a condensed version of this written format in the form of a checklist or, like I said, like a really condensed version that can be maybe hung up on the wall or stuck on the counter by wherever that employee should be making the latte or performing whatever system is documented. So multi-medium systems are very important. So video, written, and checklist. And like I said, I like to have these both available in print and online so that there is no excuse for not following the system. You can also have systems made for ordering. So a lot of times when people step away from your business, they will still place orders. So that owner will be sitting at their, you know, Airbnb table on vacation, placing a coffee order or shopping for party supplies. You don't need to do that as an owner. I promise your employees are likely a lot more capable than you're giving them credit for right now. So create a system in a schedule for orders and list all important vendor numbers in case something needs to be added or in case an order is late. Make sure your employees have everything they need at their disposal to make sure that your business has everything that you need to operate at the same level as you would as the business would if you were there. You also need to have systems for party preparation, for party execution. Even if there are tasks, tasks that you currently still have on your plate as a business owner, again, you need to still make sure these are documented in the event that you need to step away from from your business, especially if this is an unexpected thing that arises. So even if it's something that you know, like the back of your hand, like making favors or how tablecloths should go on the tables or how your table should be organized for a party, these are all things that still need to be documented. And something that I always tell my Playmaker Society members is that This might seem like a daunting task, but you don't need to do all of this in a day. You can take one part of your business, document all the systems, take a few days off, and then continue moving. The important thing is that you start doing this now, do it little by little, and it's going to add up to a fully systematized business that runs like clockwork. So start by making a list of all of the tasks that you do in your business. Again, this doesn't need to be done in one sitting. You can just go throughout an entire week in your business 
and write down every single task that you or an employee performs, and then use that as a checklist to make sure that you have a system around every single thing. All right, number two, you need to prepare your business for emergencies. Now, I have an entire YouTube video that details this, so I'm not going to get into every single thing in this episode because this is just meant to be a recap episode. Again, you need to go to your pre-vacation playlist in the show notes if you're actually wanting to deeply prepare for this. But you really need to do a couple things to prepare for emergencies. Number one, you need to make sure that all of your waivers and contracts are up to par. So I would typically have my business lawyer yearly make sure that all of my systems were in place in case there was an injury or in case somebody tried to sue me for whatever reason or in case there was a bounce check or a non-payment or a dispute for a party payment or something like that. I would recommend having a lawyer Look over all of your legal documentation, not just around your customer-facing documentation, but also your employee documentation. So, so your hiring process, your termination process, your employee review documentation, all the stuff that I talked about with HR expert Michelle, you need to have a lawyer review because it just happens to be that This sort of thing, employee issues or customer issues or payment disputes, they tend to pop up when we are taking a step back from your business. So having a lawyer review this documentation is going to allow you to sleep a lot better at night, and it's going to prevent any major issues from wreaking havoc on your time away from your business. Step two to prepare for emergencies is you need to make all necessary repairs in your business. And I talk about this in that YouTube video, but it's very important when it comes to employee or uh, customer injuries and your insurance. If somebody gets injured on something that you've been neglecting to repair, you are going to be liable for that and your insurance is not going to pay. They're going to come after you. They're going, going to come after your business. They're going to come after your personal assets. So you need to make sure that all of your repairs and all of your maintenance items are up to date because accidents do happen. And in those cases, your insurance will cover you. But if it's something that you've been neglecting or you know lacking repairs on, you might be held personally liable for that. So you need to make sure that all of this is taken care of at all times, really, but especially before you take a step back. Number three, have a first aid kit and a process for using it. This one is self-explanatory. And like I said, I go into much more detail about this and give some examples in my YouTube video. And then next, you should have a process for documenting and following up all injuries or issues, both staff and customer related. So I've had staff members burn themselves before. I've had staff members slip and fall. I've had customers have seizures in our facilities and hit their heads. I've had run-of-the-mill injuries like jammed fingers or slip and falls. I've had children have allergic reactions in my facilities. I've had customers reach out saying that my customers were exposed to illnesses, whether it's hand, foot, and mouth, or whether that's COVID. But you need to have processes, again, going back to step one about documenting your systems, you need to make sure that you have processes in place and documentation that's lawyer reviewed for following up on any of these emergencies. 
And then finally, you need to check your alarm and camera system. Make sure they're working, make sure your employees know how to use them, and make sure all of those important phone numbers and processes are in place and readily available should an alarm get triggered in the middle of the night or an employee need to use a panic button or employees need to review footage, anything like that. All right, step number three, this is also something that you should be doing quite often, but you need to schedule a deep clean and make sure your cleaning procedures are also up to date and are at the highest level because something that always seems to fall to the wayside when an owner is taking time off is cleaning procedures. Employees tend to cut corners or maybe skip those deep clean items. So having a very clear black and white system that cannot be ignored and that has accountability built into it, which is again, something I talked about in my most recent episode with Michelle, I'm going to link to that YouTube video in the show notes, but that's generally something that I see customers complain about. Like I said, when an owner is away that the Facility just isn't as sparkling as it might be, or a party parent might walk in and the tables haven't been washed off as nicely as they normally would, or maybe there's dust bunnies in the corner, or maybe the trash isn't being emptied as often as it should be and it's piling up, or maybe it's starting to smell. Make sure all of your cleaning procedures are black and white and that there is, like I said, accountability built in. So people need to initial and date when a certain procedure has been done things like that. So again, go to those YouTube videos in your pre-vacation playlist if you want to do a deeper dive on cleaning procedures. All right, number four. So we're going to be halfway through after this. You need to organize your physical space and create systems for putting things away after they've been used. Now, back when I worked for Wegmans Food Markets, which is a major grocery chain, if you're not from the Northeast like I am, And I was working in, I was stocking shelves in the health and beauty department. And a couple years into working there, we went through this process called simplification. And essentially it was meant to save employee time in having to search for things. It was meant to reduce shrink. And it was just meant to really organize everything. And as employees, we made fun of this relentlessly at the beginning because we literally had labels for everything, for rubber bands for pens, for notepads, for where all of our carts had to go, where every single thing on the shelf were to go. We had labels for where employee lunches should go, where our chairs should go. It was absolutely crazy. And this was all behind the scenes. So this was all in our stock room, in our cabinets, nothing customer facing. And like I said, we mocked it relentlessly because it just seemed like such a tedious waste of time. But let me tell you, after it was fully implemented, yes, it was a tedious and painstaking process, but after it was fully implemented, I got to tell you, my job was made so much easier and I could no longer also hide behind, oh, I couldn't find this, or this person must not have put the scanner back where it should have been. So I wasn't able to complete this task. Not only was I able to do my job much more efficiently, like I said, I couldn't hide behind these mistakes or disorganization anymore. So a label maker is one of the best investments I made for my business, and I highly recommend organizing your physical space, creating a system around it, and labeling everything you can. I have actually a video tour of our cafe counter after we did the simplification process. So every single cabinet is labeled so that employees can easily find something 
even if they're brand new. And then not only were our exterior cabinets labeled, but everything interior was labeled as well. Every single thing had its place. So not only is this going to save you a ton in training time, it's also going to make your employees do their job much more efficiently, which will reduce payroll costs for you. And it will just make everybody a lot happier again after that painstaking and tedious implementation process. But this is something that you will not regret doing. So again, if you want to see that tour of our cafe counter after implementing, I'm going to link to that YouTube video. All right. Next, number five, you need to automate your marketing strategy. So the easiest way to do this is to listen to episode 29 of this podcast, where I talk about evergreen Facebook ads that just run in the background of your business and consistently generate leads and new customers for your business, even while you're away and not posting. And then you also need to, again, this is kind of taking it a step further. This is optional. You can schedule posts up to, you know, a month or two in advance and Do not be afraid to use social media schedulers, even if you've heard rumors that the algorithm does not like them. I have an entire YouTube video completely debunking this, which I will also link, but create some sort of automation in your marketing strategy so that not only is your business still continuing to run, but you're also continuing to, like I said, generate new leads, generate new bookings, and that your sales doesn't take a dip while you're away. And then number six, set up customer service system. So you need to set up a Facebook and Instagram autoresponder when people are messaging your pages, or you need to empower an employee to be able to respond to them. So go back and listen to podcast episode 50 to dive deeper on that. And then I would also highly recommend setting up a call forwarding system, which I talk about in episode 105, because even if somebody calls your place um, that at a time where you're not open, or if they call during a party and your staff's unable to answer, you're still able to give them exactly what information they're looking for, or you can escalate their issue or their call elsewhere if needed. So a call forwarding system like a virtual receptionist is one of the most important systems that I created in my business to deliver customer service at an extremely high level even if I wasn't answering the phone or even if I was on vacation or not available. So again, I have those episodes linked in the show notes. All right, number seven, you need to leave your employees feeling empowered. I talk about this in episode 117, but this is one of the biggest mistakes that all brick and mortar business owners make, but I've noticed especially indoor playground owners and That's because we deeply care about our customers and we deeply care about our business. It's almost like a third, well, a third child for me because I have two kids, but it's almost like having another child or it's almost like an extension of ourselves. We care so much and that can often cause us to micromanage and want to swoop in and fix every little problem and step in, like I said, like the knight in shining armor every single party or every single emergency or every single issue or put out every single fire that comes up. But this can leave morale really low amongst employees. It can make them feel like they are not capable. It can make them feel like you don't trust them. It can make them feel like they don't have autonomy in their positions. And even though it feels like by doing this, you're helping your team out, I promise you, if you actually have a sit down 
and talk to your team. I guarantee you they don't love a micromanager. We do not love that. And by leaving them empowered and trusting the systems that you have in place and trusting the team members that you painstakingly went through the process of hiring, I promise you, if you trust your systems, trust your employees, set up a chain of command and set up a chain of escalation, I promise you, your employees are much more capable than you might be giving them credit for. And like I said, this is a very hard pill to swallow. It certainly was for me, but I promise you, you are not doing yourself, your team members, or your business any favors by swooping in and solving every every little problem whether it's at a time where you're taking time away from your business or whether it's just in your normal day-to-day operations. So what I mean by setting up a chain of escalation is if there is an emergency or if there's a complaint or somebody gets hurt or an order is late, set up a process and a system. Again, this might be a common thread you might be noticing throughout this episode, but make sure everybody knows exactly who to contact and when. So if there's an emergency, who gets contacted first? Is it the manager? Is it you, the owner? Is it the police? Who is it? If that person doesn't answer or if there needs to be a follow-up procedure, then who gets contacted and when? Make sure that there is a chain of escalation if people don't answer or if people don't respond. Or like I said, if there's a follow-up process, make sure all of that is extremely clear Make sure you go over it with your employees on a regular basis and make sure everybody is on the same page. Because again, this is going to leave them feeling empowered and it's going to make it a lot easier to take time away from your business if everybody is aware of this process. And then number eight, find or create a support network. So kind of above and beyond your team because things happen, right? People might quit or walk out. I have an entire module about what to do when an employee walks out and you need to replace them quickly and you need to, you know, scramble really quickly, but things happen or employees get sick, their kids might get sick. There's a ton of things that could happen while you're taking time off. So I always make sure to have a personal list of trusted friends or customers or members or neighbors that might be able to swoop in and pick up an order or, you know, help at an event or drop something off or make favors or something like that. Again, in a case of an absolute emergency. So as I mentioned in number seven, you shouldn't need to do this often, but it is nice to have just a list of customers that, or maybe not customers, maybe friends, neighbors, relatives, things like that, that you might be able to call in the case of a true emergency. So you might not need to make that publicly available to your employees. Again, that is a last line of defense if you are truly unavailable and if there is a true emergency in your business. So like I said, last line of defense, that's the card that you need to pull if you've gone through every other form of fixing the problem in your business. All right. So just to recap the eight things that you need to do to prepare for time away from your business. Number one, document your systems and make them readily available and updated. Number two, prepare for emergencies, make repairs, all that stuff. Number three, schedule a deep clean and make sure these procedures are updated. Number four, organize and simplify your physical space. Number five, automate your marketing strategy. Number six, set up your customer service systems. 
Number seven, leave your employees feeling empowered. And then number eight, find a last line of defense support network should you need it. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And again, if you find these tips helpful, the best way that you can show support and tell me that you find it helpful is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. And if you have a topic that you'd like me to cover or a question that you'd like me to answer, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. My profile is linked in the show notes. I am always happy to take listener suggestions. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And I will see you right back here in your podcast feed on Friday. 